Darth Maul, Lando Calrissian, Old Adventures Made New, and Han Solo. This sounds like a recipe for success, right? Well, director shakeups, reshoots, and a terrible launch time frame. This movie came out less than six months after The Last Jedi. Oof. But we have some new details on the future of the sequel from its director. Welcome to Star Wars Uplink, your place for everything Star Wars gaming, the TV shows, and the movies. Each week we dive deep into two topics from the galaxy far, far away. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about what possibly could be happening around a Solo 2, as well as new details around a familiar face we could be seeing in The Mandalorian and how that ties together with the skeleton crew. So, let's jump right in. Just you reconsider playing that message for him. Ever since the whole debacle and just like missed expectations around Solo, mm -hmm. uh, we have all been wondering if we would see a continuation around Solo. Because, I mean, at the end of it, it completely leads into another experience. I don't know, like an exploration of the Star Wars universe. Because mm -hmm. we have like the whole thing with Darth Maul and Crimson Dawn. I mean, there's the whole like mm -hmm. moment at the end where he just stands up, lights his lightsaber and sits back down. And that I mean, that got us all like pretty hyped about mm -hmm. it. But apparently, according to several different markers uh, internally, it was uh, a disappointment, both like financially and uh, some some people consider it to be kind of a flop, but like I hated the idea around it. Mm -hmm. It's like we don't need to see more Han Solo. Like I'm tired of like slowly building out the pieces of the Star Wars universe. Oh. And I loved it. Like I had such a fun time watching that movie. Like I had a, I, I really enjoyed that. It movie. Probably helped that you went in with your expectations oh, real low. Really low <laughs> expectations, but really enjoyed it. I mm. thought it was like a fun kind of. It, it wasn't quite as good as Rogue One, but I put it on the level of Rogue One. Wow. And I'd say Solo is still better than all of the sequel Skywalker saga mm. movies for sure, in my opinion. Mm. How I like to watch Star Wars, but. It underperformed. I think it only got like 400 million in the box office worldwide, which was underperforming from what they wanted expectations wise. But I think it's mostly due to their own stupidity because they released it six months after another Star Wars movie. I think it was The Last Jedi. Ooh, yeah. Because there was The Last Jedi and then like six months later in like summertime they had this movie and you just yeah. you can't do that i think mm -hmm. they tried to go like full-blown marvel with it mm -hmm. and like oh we can have a new new star wars movie every three months no and the audience rightfully so was like man uh that didn't quite do it for me yeah yeah too much star wars too soon mm -hmm. yeah but we do have some more details around that. Ron Howard, for some reason, was in the news talking to some people, probably because of Willow, because uh, he directed the, f the first movie. And now uh, with the series going on, he's probably hopping in and getting part of the, the news outlets and all that fun stuff. But he did hop on and talk with NME uh, to, to drop some details and sort of a little sad for us solo fans. <laughs> Because there is the whole, like, make Solo 2 happen, hashtag make Solo 2 happen, but this is what he says. Quote, the only discussions that I'm aware of about a sequel for Solo is coming from the fans at this point. I don't think it's a Lucasfilm priority, as I understand it. Just disappointing, to say the least. Mm -hmm. 
when someone who is probably pretty good at talking to the press yes. says, I don't think it, Lucasfilm is making this a priority, mm-hmm. that's a, yeah, they're not, and yeah. uh, forget about it. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> it's like, dead. the black box of, <laughs> of Disney is mm-hmm. not going to just let you, like... <laughs> drop teases not idly do the no. leaks of disney no. fall yeah <laughs> um so that that's definitely a disappointment because I, I would love to see a continuation of that and mm-hmm. i don't think it necessarily has to be a movie like i could totally mm-hmm. see i think we had a discussion on the podcast um with someone about it and i would love to see it explored in like a tv series could you imagine like darth mm. maul the tv series yeah and it just picks up like crimson dawn and that the whole exca- escapades around that mm-hmm. and then maybe you do have alden ehrenreich playing han solo mm. just like bits and pieces through that like i could totally see like with the rise of television shows and disney plus and and star wars and that side of things i could totally see a continuation of that story yeah i'll be interested or even if it's animated uh-huh that's true i mean da- i'm shot do that. Yeah, do like a Tales of the Jedi kind uh-huh. of thing. Oh, that'd be cool. I'll be curious to see what Acolyte does for something like this. Um, mm. Like, especially around, like, Maul and stuff like that. Like, if we're getting a Sith-focused show, and if that gets really big, I could imagine them just pumping out anything Sith. That's true, yeah. <laughs> so. I think they're definitely testing the waters with Star Wars Acolyte because it's going to be that darker Sith-focused, Sith-led Star Wars story told in a tv series i think there's a lot that could be going on there but like it, it just made me start thinking of like man what could they do to explore this side of the story and i mean it, it clearly led to me thinking about a tv show whether that be live action or animated i think animated could be like the easiest thing to do because we've got i mean they've explored maul and the clone wars and rebels we have his whole arc there we could see a continuation of it through solo 2 type of thing uh there was that like announcement that there was going to be a lando show but i haven't we haven't heard anything about that so long maybe that's what they were thinking about i could totally see lando getting into some some mm-hmm. like kerfuffles with mm-hmm. Crimson Dawn yep. with his dealings and gambling, <laughs> but I don't yeah. I don't think that's officially going to be made again. Yeah, I really haven't heard anything anything. So I just looked it up, and according to Wikipedia, we have this information. Uh, was marketed as Star Wars Lando as an upcoming series focused on Lando Calrissian, and it's uh, developed. The story is going to be developed by Justin Simeon. It was announced December 10th, 2020, over two years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was a while. Uh, And in an interview at Star Wars Celebration Anaheim, Kathleen Kennedy said there was no movement on the series, and they were waiting for Donald Glover to finish other projects first. Hmm. So, doesn't seem like it's officially canceled yet, Mm -hmm. but they're in that same, like, as we've seen before. We're waiting on their precious director Mm -hmm. of choice. He may be directing it, too, because hmm. Donald Glover is a fantastic director, hmm. writer, actor, musician. So he may be the director that they're hmm. waiting on, but he's at least going to play him. But I mean, just kind of thinking about that, the opportunities around continuing the story that was because it definitely seemed like if Solo 
did well. It was gonna like spark this whole new part of the Star Wars universe. Like I totally see like a series of solo movies going on, like a trilogy where they're like detailing ultimately that time frame between like before the A New Hope and all that fun Hmm. stuff. I could totally see that going really well if Mm -hmm. they just timed it well instead of like we're gonna have all the Star Wars all the time. If they actually gave it the room to breathe or did it on on Disney Plus, I could totally see that happening. Right. As far as like Solo 2 stuff would go, I think I'd be more interested to seeing the next things like from Solo than just the first movie. The first movie was just the setup. Like it was just the like, Mm -hmm. okay, here's Han Solo and here's how he got his Wookiee friend. And this is how like it was all this like explanation, like just to lead up to what they seem to want to do Mm -hmm. with the rest of it so it's really a shame that they didn't continue that story because i think it would have just gotten more and more interesting it would go from origin story to hey let's explore what like uh, an adventure with han solo would be Mm -hmm. because we haven't had any of those kinds of stories yet it's like usually it's these big scale like big experience galaxy-wide things with these characters we haven't gotten anything on the like fun romp side of things probably since rebels mandalorian maybe mandalorian Mm -hmm. season one yeah season two they started to get more of like the larger scoped side of things yeah but i could totally see them being like oh hey this is what a a star wars western serial type thing with han solo could be Mm -hmm. in a way i feel solo could have been a lot better received if they just skipped the origin story altogether hmm. if they just jumped into something new something fresh and just yeah. seeing they han went right solo. to the Qu- crimson dawn mm-hmm. stuff yeah it would be so fun to see han solo and his group of people up against something like crimson dawn yeah. especially with uh kira mm-hmm. i think is her name is uh his original lover right I could totally see something like that being super fascinating from like a storytelling perspective. And then you get, you, I mean, you could put freaking Darth Maul in the marketing material and everyone will show up for that. Heck yeah. That's what they, I mean, that's why <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi on Disney Plus was so well watched mm. is because all of the marketing material was because it was Darth Vader versus Obi-Wan. Yep. Even though that made no sense. Really didn't. So, uh, <laughs> Obi Wan, how another I time? You. Another time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if only. Uh-huh. I think it's funny how well received Obi Wan is in comparison to Book of Boba Fett. Like, hmm. do, have you ever watched freaking Obi Wan Kenobi? Like, that's uh, storytelling in Boba Fett was much better than in Obi Wan. I just wish it was a better story to begin with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, I could totally. I would love to see that kind of exploration into Maul and most. I mean, screw Solo too. Let's just get more Crimson Dawn stuff. That's what True. I'm mostly interested in because yeah. I think that's such a cool side of things. Like, what does it look like for an ex Sith apprentice, Sith assassin, who's got Robo legs, going through the galaxy with his own group of assassins? Like, what does that look like? I would totally love to see that. And now, it's it's always fun seeing more details around new Star Wars, possible canceled stuff, projects that are just waiting to be picked up again. Um, but one thing that we're definitely seeing for sure is Mandalorian Season 3. Yes. 
you could probably base a clock on the continuation of Mandalorian. It's just such a cash cow for Disney. There's no way they're going to stop this. I totally see them getting up to seasons four, five, six, and onward. As long as they have stories to tell and long as there are interest in that, I could totally see Mandalorian being like the next Rebels. Where you have like, or Clone Wars even, because yeah. Clone Wars had seven seasons, Rebels had four seasons, so I could totally see the live this being like the live action version of that for sure. But we do have some details around a familiar face that we could be seeing mm-hmm. in Mandalorian season three. Who is it? Mon Mothma. Yes, Mon Mothma is a possibility here (laughs) and this comes from making star wars and they say this genevieve o'reilly's mon mothma is uh has been tossed around in the rumor mill about showing up in mandalorian season three and specifically why uh is mentioned here for making star wars thrawn thrawn is the main reason because we have thrawn being this huge political figure and the empire this is post return of the jedi i believe so there is uh it's a very fascinating time frame because you do have the victory of the rebellion right let let me double check so we have like the success of the rebellion but the empire is still very much alive and well with when you have something like stormtroopers on tatooine you have these imperial i mean not really imperial but kind of like the rise of the first order almost still very imperial when you get down to it but you do have like the political side of things and i would um, assume mon mothma is still very much active or definitely involved somehow in those politics and i think there's a lot that could be said there around her presence they specifically say that it's not going to be necessarily a main role, but more so as like a, a cameo, which I think makes a lot more sense if you're kind of going through and seeing what the Mandalorian Civil War is looking like, and you have this struggle for the the, the Darksaber, and Mandalore, and the bombing, and the glassing of the planet. Like, there's so many different pieces here that I could totally see them, I don't know, like becoming more involved around the political side of things Mm. there's also this specific quote from comicbookmovie.com where genevieve o'reilly says this i mean i would hope she gets to meet them all if you think about rogue one and the characters in rogue one i'm fascinated to see who she crossed paths with who within tony's planetary mind who she crosses paths with i think she has the position to hopefully encounter many it can only make her richer and really looking forward to seeing how Tony writes her into Rogue One, how far we have to go. I'm I'm as excited about that, maybe even more excited than the fans are. The only struggle I have with this mm-hmm. is how loose they're playing with time. Mm. Because I f- it, it almost feels like they're playing around in the before the original trilogy time frame with how many freaking Clone Wars characters and Rebels characters and now Mon Mothma who would be getting up there in age, which yeah. I think would be cool to see. Yeah. But I just think it's hilarious to see all of these characters so much later than we see them in something like Rebels or Clone Wars. I mean, Cat Bane was like 
80 something maybe even more than that because we don't know how old he is he's an alien after all yeah so i mean yeah he's an alien so he could probably have a longer lifespan than most but like and then you look at ahsoka who is like immortal and (laughs) defies time and uses time travel portals to go through Uh like she could technically be in all parts of the galaxy who knows who is to know Mm -hmm. but yeah that's just something that i was thinking about the other day as like i was it it feels really weird to think about the timeline and Mandalorian being after the Return of the Jedi. Yeah, that is weird. And it's getting closer and closer to the sequel trilogy than it is getting to the original trilogy. Because mm. it's set five years after Return of the Jedi. So I think they're like 20 years away from... Yeah, we the need, Force Awakens. We need to start seeing aging people to really get yeah. our like. Our, get How our, does time work in get Star our Wars? Grounding in Star Wars of like what time frames we're looking at because I, I'm so confused. I am. There is no grounding for me. I just like oh mm-hmm. great more Star Wars and then Star Wars is all taking place in the same timeline in my brain. And then, yeah. <gasps> mm-hmm. That's why like when you think of Star Wars acolyte and you're like oh hey could this person show up? Technically, anyone could show up if Cad Bane's in Book of Boba Fett or because he literally Boba Fett was a child when he met Cad Bane. Oh, my gosh. And now he's like 70. Yeah. He's like 50, 60 or something like that. But what? Cad Bane still seems pretty spry. So, yeah. What is going on? Just a fun little side tangent that I th- was thinking about the other day. I was just like, my goodness, time in Star Wars just does not make sense in my brain. No. But alongside these rumors, we got some details around the skeleton crew. Skeleton crew, I think, is going to be the sleeper head. I've seen all these polls of like, which Star Wars series are you most excited about coming up in 2023? Every time that I see these polls on Twitter, skeleton crew is always at the bottom. That's something with like, Mm -hmm. you have Mandalorian Season 3, Ahsoka, Bad Batch, and then skeleton crew. And skeleton crew is always like two to three, maybe 5% max, I think is what I saw, which is odd to me because I think really? that's going to be a really fun, exciting new look at Star Wars. From my perspective now, it, I, it seems like Acolyte will be more of like the adulty Star Wars, but I think this is going to like really change what we think of as Star Wars. Uh, I am so not surprised by those poll numbers. Oh, really? Yeah, no. Um, historically with Star Wars, everyone goes to Star Wars for what they already know yeah, about true. Star Wars. So, and all those other shows, it's like we kind of know what we're going to get. Mm-hmm. We know the characters we're going to see. We know. We know. We know. Yeah. Mandalorian's going to be Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Ahsoka's going to be Dave Filoni's love child and has all the Dave Filoni barfed all over it. Mm-hmm. And everyone's there for Ahsoka, mm-hmm. which is great because yeah. she's great. Mm-hmm. And Bad Batch is Bad Batch. Bad Batch is great. It's the new Clone Wars. Yep. We all know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, but Skeleton Crew, what does we anyone... We have so few details Exactly. What it. does anyone know about it? There's zero hype around the whole thing. Well, funny you should mention that. We do have more details around Uh-oh. what we could expect. <laughs> great segue. <laughs> so, Disney Plus went and uh, they had an ad around all of the content to expect around... 2023 on Disney Plus and they had a super like a single frame of Skeleton Crew it has Jude Law looking pretty epic in a robe being Jude Law looks great but we also know a couple other things it is a a crew there's a group of kids 
and Jude Law, who I think is the teacher, gets lost in wild space. <laughs> and I bring this up, one, because of mention of Ahsoka. Two, this is all around the same time frame as Mandalorian. Same time frame as Ahsoka. Skeleton Crew and Ahsoka both are going to be going into the wild space oh. or the galaxy outside of the star wars galaxy so skeleton crew specifically is a crew a group of kids very much goonies or stranger things ask is what people are, are definitely comparing it to get lost in space and have to find their way back to the galaxy that they know of but they are outside of the star wars galaxy that we're aware of ahsoka the same thing Ahsoka is set on chasing Thrawn outside of the Star Wars galaxy. Oh, interesting. So, they could possibly meet up and maybe Skeleton Crew and Ahsoka have some crossovers hmm. with each other. Hmm. Yeah, I could see that. So, Wild Space, what does that even mean? Like, It is the galaxy that has yet to be discovered and or mapped. Okay. So there's the unknown lands. Let me pull up a Star Wars galaxy map. So outside of the expansion of the galaxy, you have like the deep core, the inner core, the outer rim, the inner rim. You have all of these different pieces and explorations that have been mapped in the Star Wars universe or galaxy, I should say. And within the Star Wars universe, we have other galaxies. And the way to get that is, they, they call it wild space, which is full of like pirates and, and smugglers. Basically, it's the, the part of or outside of the galaxy where all the bad stuff happens, or it's just too far away or not interesting enough for them to have mapped. But in Legends, we've seen some exploration of this wild space of these other galaxies i think the most like notable one would be the rakatan empire mm. where you have this alien species who has a very different uh relationship to the force and they i think if i remember correctly they had a war in their galaxy they basically killed everything and then they packed up into this massive ship with their whole species in it and then went to another galaxy and that's where the, the Rakuten Empire went to war with the Star Wars galaxy that we know of. But I don't think we've gotten a canon exploration of wild space or anything no. like that. If you do know, let us know. Uh, would definitely be interested in hearing that or where we could find that information. So I think this is fascinating that we're seeing not one, but two new Star Wars series go from, okay, we're set around the same time frame as Mandalorian. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And we're both going to be going into wild space, Ahsoka hunting down Thrawn, and the skeleton crew, which have been lost and are having to find their way back and trying to make friendships possibly run into Ahsoka. Definitely can see a possibility there. Indeed. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like this is the first time I think I've ever heard of a wild space. Yeah. So that should be interesting. Like, I wonder what liberties they're going to take with something like that. Probably all of them. Oh. I mean, if you have something where Excellent. you don't have to abide by the laws or the regulations or what we know of as, like, Star Wars, we could see some interesting stuff there. Mm -hmm. But I'm wonder I hope it doesn't stray too far from what we know mm -hmm. of Star Wars. Yeah. I'll just be interested to see what that looks like. Yeah. It's exciting. I think there's some fun... I think... Skeleton Crew is definitely underrated, um, but I think it's going to tie into Ahsoka somehow. It's my theory, at least. Mm -hmm. 
I could see that. A lot of talk of Thrawn. Yeah, I think he's going to be the main dude Mm -hmm. in this next leg of the Mandalorian cinematic universe. It's kind of about time. I'm surprised they've waited this long. Mm -hmm, Because Thrawn's such a good character. He's such a huge character that no one seems to have tapped into. And we don't... uh, I haven't read the the Timothy Zahn books, but I don't think we've seen a whole lot of exploration of him past the fall of the Empire. There's a little bit of him in Rebels. Mm Mm-hmm. But that's pre. Yeah. That's pre A New Hope. Mm-hmm. So this could be, I think it's fascinating that he's basically the new big bad for this Mandalorian part of the universe. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Me too. I love me some Thrawn. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen a whole lot of Rebels, but what I have seen is mostly Thrawn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope they don't do him dirty. I hope not. I think, I mean, they can't. If, if, well, we if saw they, what they did with the Inquisitor, so... I know, <laughs> but I, I think they can't get it wrong if they want the fans to like them. Because right. Thrawn is such a fan favorite. Mm-hmm. He's been a fan favorite since Timothy Zahn first wrote the idea of, 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 of Thrawn. Mm-hmm. So if they get him wrong, they're going to have some backlash big time. Real bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Everyone's watching. Uh, <laughs> don't you be messing with my blue boy. <laughs> but I think with that, thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Star Wars Uplink. We greatly appreciate all the support. Let us know your thoughts. How is Thrawn going to come into Mandalorian? How is he going to come to Ahsoka? Could he be possibly in Skeleton Crew? I think there's a, a lot of theorizing that could go on there mm-hmm. for sure. Let us know. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And do you want to see more of Solo? I think that's definitely a question worth asking. You can listen to the podcast wherever you find podcasts. And our YouTube, if you were listening to this right now, check out our video version of the podcast. Greatly enjoy putting up clips and the full episode there as well. Leave us a review if you do enjoy this podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Helps us out a ton. And hey, share us with your Star Wars friends. Helps out a bunch. It's a great way to support the podcast completely free. As always, thanks for listening and may the Force be with you. <laughs>